0: Oh, scary dolls hello hello i'm mandy i'm ashley and i'm carol and you're listening to scary not scary podcast 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 boop, boop, <laughs> podcast, <Beep>. podcast.
1: <laughs> so we have an announcement hmm, ashley an announcement. would you like to share the announcement sure
2: drew's leaving us <laughs>
1: He found another podcast to work for
0: because he says that we're mean. (laughs) We're actually not mean, we're just a little demanding. It's the way you said that just a little
2: demand Here's just a little <laughs> no he's leaving us he decided to go and join the national guard which, which is, is good great. yes we're very very proud of him very proud he's been wanting this for a very long time so finally he got in but he's gonna be leaving us so we're not gonna be able to record with him
1: anymore so this is our last day in the studio with drew Wah.
2: Wah. pressing buttons me <laughs> pushing buttons pushing buttons so we
1: would like to dedicate this episode to drew to drew one last spook <laughs> before he leaves <laughs> one last hurrah
2: <laughs> one, last, <laughs>
1: one hurrah. last hunt in his uh, studio before he leaves <laughs> we're gonna leave some friends for him mm-hmm. <gasps> to protect him you what? know what i forgot what you're like with courage yes and my holy water damn it
0: well this should be fun
1: All you need is the positive vibes <laughs> positive And thick vibe. thighs I got that <laughs> Same <laughs> I think we all got that Oh
0: true What did I say? Spooky vibes S- and thick thighs mm-hmm. That's totally us We need a shirt that says that <laughs> We Nick, do get on it you Yeah make, make it. Nick. Make a ghost with some big ol' nalgas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he already did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Nick, hurry up.
1: (sighs) Before you get another occurrence. (laughs) You're in trouble. Oh, my God. I'm like so bulgy right now. What's bulgy? Bel- <laughs> bulgy. What is it called? Right bulgy? bulgy, oh, Bulgy.
0: What is that? I'm belching right now. I'm
2: bulgy. You're bulging.
0: Don't that mean you got a package? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! has been bulging right now. Oh my god! Stop. Oh, Leave me alone. I can't see it. I can't thought right now. Well, no, Dan, let me see it, girl. <laughs> take your
1: pen down girl let me see how big is it let me see your
0: bulge
1: (laughs) 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 oh my gosh yes we would like to dedicate this episode to drew he is leaving Mm -hmm. for a good Mm -hmm. cause we love you we love you we miss you and when you come back you better still be a producer. Okay, thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, I don't want to cry. In all his, in all the letters we write, um, hey Drew, uh, we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey Drew, we'll see you next Sunday. Uh, y'all yeah, yeah. are so dramatic. Basic training is only like a month or something.
2: No, he's gonna be gone longer. Mm-hmm. How much? Longer. For like five or so months. Oh dang! Because yeah. after his basic, he's gonna go into
1: the other training that he needs, yeah. right? The oh well, hopefully. See you next so year.
2: It's longer. <laughs> So it's like ah. sometime after March, I think, like April or yeah. May is when he'll be back. So he, he might be, be like five years old already. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, he might be back good for, for the holidays. He might, depending. So if he's comes back for Christmas, we'll be like a studio or what? He <laughs>
1: probably just, just
0: wants to relax. Everything's
1: going to be all in boxes. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So just in kidding. the meantime, um tim's gonna be working on setting up the backup studio that we have
0: <laughs> yep
2: the backup the backup well, that's about it yeah i feel spoiled we have like two studios yeah like we this one in a back the kardashians <laughs>
0: <laughs> call me Gato kardashian <laughs> shut up i uh, feel so sleepy now that we ate I feel good. God, was
1: very, <laughs> um, very cranky on our way over here because we had we were literally running off of fumes from our coffee this morning. I running didn't get coffee running today. Coffee. You
2: didn't? No. Why? Because we woke up late. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. It's horrible. I know. That's why I had canes. <laughs> <laughs> I should make
0: up for it. Yeah. The I up for all, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. I get a little cranky and I always apologize to them, but I... <clears throat> When I don't eat, I'm like somebody else. Yeah, Same. I was like, yeah, we should go get something to eat. For because oh, she is mad. <laughs> <laughs> but look, listen, I'm fine now. I, after three, t- wait, how many tacos? I ate four tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, We never guys. tell people what, the number of what we ate. Anyway, I had four tacos, <laughs> fries, and an egg roll. You had a bite of an egg roll. You took my egg roll and bit it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was so good, and, and now I feel good. I'm blessed to be here, (laughs)
2: y'all. Blessed be the fruit.
0: (laughs) Blessed be the pumpkin. All hail pumpkin jack. Jack. All hail pumpkin jack. (laughs) Uh,
1: Everybody in the background uh, bowing. mm -hmm. (laughs) So should we just jump in? Yes. Okay, so we're going to dedicate this uh, episode to our very own Drew. And we decided to discuss...
2: Dun, dun, dun...
0: Devils. Devils. Right? El- Diablo. Yeah. El- 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 Diablo. El Diablo. Saltine. Satan. I'm a saltine. <laughs> Satan. Saltine. Lucifer. Lucifer. Or.
2: Bel- Beelzebub. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be- Beelzebub. Right. Beelzebub. Yep. Beelzebub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or. Satanas. Oh, that's oh. a scary ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, my leg popped. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. We didn't have any small talk. I'm proud of us. We, we kind of did. We kind of did, right? Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> did we? I yeah. I remember. I keep thinking about my story that I'm going to tell. Uh, I'm kind of looking in the yeah. days again. <sighs> Guys, you might want to listen to this in the daytime. Yeah. I mean, especially those of you that
1: are like really, really scared. I know we have a couple of listeners that are kind of skittish. Like,
2: what? I have to go home by myself. (laughs) Like. Mm. Sorry, I made that. We kind of forced. I just talk about history.
1: (laughs) It's not scary. Well, okay. So we were going to do another possession episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were. And even Ashley was like, how about we do murders? (laughs) Murders. (laughs) How about we do Halloween murders? (laughs) Literally, your text. That's how I read it. Murders. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) We were like, nope. It's going to be possessions. And then he <laughs> and God are like, let's just talk about the devil. We haven't yeah. done it. Happy Halloween.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas. You know, rip
1: off the bandaid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We'll be fine. I'm
1: ready. You'll be okay. okay. You're okay. We have positive vibes. Positive vibes. Mm-hmm. Our powerful circle around us. We're protected. <laughs> over us. Over the house. Over the street. Over car. the whole. The whatever side of town we're on. My
0: of town, (laughs) (laughs) over Valley High. There we go. Over the south side. side. The song comes on. The south side.
2: So, take it away, Ashley, with history that's not scary and sometimes boring. Okay, here we go. (laughs) The History Channel. (laughs) The History (laughs) Channel. Okay, so the devil. Also refer, referred to as Satan. Um, he is also goes by many different names. Lucifer, Satan, Belzebub, as we said. And then there's one that's really weird. It's called Me- Mephistopheles. I don't know. Never. Um, but with various physical descriptions, including sometimes like they say they have he has horns, hoof feet. Um, And that he's a very like malevolent being. He is a legion of demons. Um, He continues to this day to strike fear in people um, of all walks of life, even, um, you know, all things good. He's considered to be like either the Antichrist or like the total opposite of good. Okay, and so it is said that in many religions that his very first appearance um, was in the Bible, in the book of Genesis. And it was said that he's supposed to be the serpent who convinced Eve, who then convinced Adam um, to eat the forbidden fruit from the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden. Um, There's like many different other religions that say, like, you know, that's not his first showing, but. A lot of articles and stuff I read said that that was the very first showing of him. Um, But many other Christians believe that the devil was once a beautiful angel named Lucifer who defied God and then he fell from grace. That is the one I know. I didn't know about the serpent one, but I knew of that one falling from grace one. So this assumption, actually, that he is a fallen angel um, is often often based the book of isaiah in the bible which states um how art thou fallen from heaven O lucifer son of the morning how art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations um so he has a bunch of different kind of names um the name that stuck obviously was the devil who was often referred to as lucifer so He's also known as the Prince of Darkness, Lord of the Flies, the Antichrist, Father of Lies, or simply just Satan. Uh, so in other religions and cultures, um, they don't really teach like that Satan is like a person or an angel or like a being. It's more of like, um, how do you say, like maybe like an an, ent- an entity mm-hmm. or like a like a feeling. Um, I know there's a movie on Netflix that kind of like depicts this. Where it's not really like evil's a like a person like the devil. It's more of like a something like in people. Um, it's a very, it's a very long movie. It's on Netflix. It has like Tom Holland in it, Robert Pattinson, and it's Ooh. called like evil, the evil everywhere or something like that. And I watched this movie and it's basically like saying that there's like evil comes from like within the person. So it's not really like a, you know, like one one being, or like, you know how they say like the devil kind of like is the opposite of God. So if God's teaching you to like do things the right way, then like the devil comes in your ear and is like, no, you know, go ahead and take that candy or take this or like do that bad thing that it comes from like within the person itself. Like it kind of like lives within you, like always, like it's always there. Um, and then in in Buddhism, um, there's not really like a like a devil. It's more of like a, like a demon type person, um, who basically like, I forgot the name of the demon, but who basically like tempted Buddha, um, to stray away from his path of enlightenment. So it's in Buddhism, he's like a demon and not like a devil or a fallen angel or anything like that. Um, it says in, in most religions or even in those who don't even believe in religion, The devil or anything evil is almost always a synonym with fear, punishment, negativity, and immorality. So basically anything that's bad. Like even like bad in the world is considered to be like either evil or like the devil. Mm -hmm. Like I've heard that sometimes like where, you know, like all this bad stuff like just happens in the world. I think like my grandma like had said that like at one point she like there was just tons of stuff that was going on like in the world, like bad things are all around the world. And she was like, it's the devil. Like he's just, you know, influencing so many people like, you know, there he is. And Mm -hmm. it's like she she would always say that it was like because of TV and like, um, like, of course, all, like the modern time thing. She's like, look, it's because people are like influenced easier nowadays <laughs> uh, and no, all that kind not. of stuff. <laughs> 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 um, so, like I said, the devil can be prescribed, uh, can be described in many different ways. Um, there is a poem by this man named Dante, who portrayed the devil as a grotesque winged creature with three faces, each chewing on a devious each chewing on a devious sinner whose wings blew freezing cold winds throughout hell's domain. So some religions, he has wings, some he has like horns and hooves like we know and like pitchforks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There's another, um, where did I read it in? It was like a poem, a very, very old poem, but he was actually described as like a regular like person. Regular dude. Yeah, like a regular, regular guy. He was just like very evil. I think there was like his eyes were like, like a amber, like kind of like golden kind of color. And that's like what kind of set him like apart from everybody else. Hmm. Um, But also the devil is always in like connection with witches. Um, So fear of the devil is just partially responsible because of witchcraft, especially like during that whole uh, witch hysteria thing, like in Europe and England. In the 16th and 17th centuries, Protestants and Catholics accused many people of practicing witchcraft and making deals with the devil. So that's like how like fear of the devil started becoming more and more amongst people because of that whole witchcraft hysteria area era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Puritans that lived in England in their early colonies, they were supposedly like purified of the devil. Um, they believe that the devil gave powers to witches and to those faithful only to him. So like, you know, like, Um, the people like the Antichrist or like the, what are they called? The people that don't believe in God. Oh, uh, atheists. Atheists. Yeah. They say like they're those people or, or people that practice witchcraft or any kind of like you know, non like Christian or religion, like that kind of religion are associated with witchcraft and the devil. And like the devil supposedly gives them all this great power. And that's why they feared witches back then. Cause they thought they were like the most powerful and they could do whatever to anybody. And they thought they got that from the devil. And I thought it was funny because like in the movie Hocus Pocus, like her book is, she was like, Oh, it was said to be given to her directly like from the devil. And that's why people were like scared of her. Cause like, Oh my God, she has this powerful book like mm-hmm. from the yeah. devil. Yeah. um it's not that easy <laughs> yeah and then um that's what actually started so in new england with the puritans when they started believing that like the devil gave all this power to witches that's kind of what started or gave Like raised to the Salem witch trials and all of that because all of that fear and everything was coming down from New England. And that's why everything started in Salem. And they had like the Puritans had a strict, strict lifestyle. So basically they had a fear of any kind of like outsiders or any kind of like Anyone that was different. So anyone that was different, not even like even if they had like a uh, like a deformity or something from birth, they were considered like either evil from the devil or witches. Like something happened to like happened to them. Or like if you came across a witch and you got sick or something, it was because she put a curse on you. Or like, you know, oh, you must be like following the devil or like something like that. It's it was a lot like everyone associated devils and witches in that time. Together,
0: I feel like boys. I would have already been burned. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, even been
2: dead. like
1: people who didn't go to church every Sunday, they were like, Oh, they worship the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> everything yeah. was the devil back then. Yeah, everything. Football is the devil. Um, okay, so like in modern times. So religious translation translations are often controversial. Um, There's usually some degree of or like interpretation of early texts and things like that. So you really don't know specifically like what came first. Is this real? Is this not like, you know, nobody knows. Um, So early early texts about the devil like it's the same thing like nobody really knows well is this where we first saw him is this how it actually happened was he really a fallen angel was he a serpent like how did the devil like come about like nobody really knows like where the devil originated like there was even one that said like god created the devil like saying like okay well there's all this good like obviously he's gonna have to create the devil in order for him to just show up so there's like so many different stories and like ways of how like the devil came about But um, not all religions shun the devil. Um, There is actually a church of Satan, um, and these people are known as Satanists. They don't worship the devil, but they embrace him as a symbol of um, atheism, of pride and liberty, among other things. Um, Another type of Satanist is a, I'm going to like get this wrong, theistic Satanists where they actually do worship the devil as a deity. Um, They may practice like satanic rituals or even make like satanic like packs or things like that. So there's two different types. There's like the the Satanists that actually do like worship the devil. And then there's ones that just like kind of worship like his symbolism and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I actually did read something about like, there was like a little colony, I think, of like Satanists. And there was like the bad Satanists who actually did like worship, you know, because there's always like Mm -hmm. good and bad in religion people. Mm -hmm. Well, they were actually like Mm -hmm. sticking to themselves like they were actually like good people like just that's was just what they believed in and then they had the other ones that were actually like causing trouble worshiping like you know the devil like fully and then like just causing like havoc and it was making a bad name for them Mm -hmm. so they were trying to get like their story out there and you know saying like you know we're not all like bad like we all don't do that like this is just what we believe in and like blah blah blah, like you know all that kind of stuff um Now, in Hollywood, The Devil in Hollywood, obviously, he's going to show up in a whole bunch of movies. Um, So there was a movie with Jack Nicholson. Um, Jack Nicholson was in it. Vincent Price. I don't know who that is. But Al Al Pacino was also in it. Um, And it was the movie Rosemary's Baby. Have you all seen that one? Mm -mm. No. Okay, I've never seen it. I just read about it. Rosemary's baby. Rosemary's baby. Yeah. Have you ever seen Rosemary's baby? uh uh-uh. uh It's so good. Really? You, you watch, watch it? About. Yes, it's good. Okay. Are you going to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> so, um Mia Farrow's character actually gave birth to Satan's offspring in this movie? Huh. Um and uh she's so it's supposed it's supposed to be like I don't I don't know how to describe it. Because like, I didn't watch it, so I'm just like reading like a little of the background but what? Of Rosemary's baby. Cause I know like she gives birth to like Satan's offspring mm-hmm. and everyone's like terrified like of her and of the baby. Right? Yeah, yeah they're all they're all afraid
1: and they're trying to like bless them, bless the baby.
2: Yeah. It's a good yeah. Movie. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's that one and there's plenty of other movies. Um, there's even like, uh, they depict the devil in like comedy movies. And the first one to come to mind is the, the Jack Black movie. Um, <laughs> uh, what is Tenacious D where they do the, the sing off with the devil. Have you seen, have you seen Tenacious D? No, no, no. Seen that. Okay. Well, it's I Jack Black. Rarely watch the movie. <laughs> it's Jack Black. And, um, like they, they go to hell and they're trying to like, um, like win, win the prize or whatever to go back like to to earth and so they make a deal with the devil and they're like um okay well you know if if we do better at this i think they're like singing or something like that and then um if they win then they get to go back to heaven i mean up to earth if they don't then the devil gets to keep them like down there um there's also plenty of other like movies and stories and um the most famous one is uh you know, like the crossroads. Have you ever seen like some movies that have like, you know, the crossroads, like in like, it's a totally desert like area or like, Area where there's not a lot of people and there's like a t- crossroads mm-hmm. in the road. That's where like they say you can see the devil the most is at the crossroads. And there's like a bunch of movies and stories about people because making devils. To
1: make a deal with you
2: at the crossroads. Exactly, Mimi me yeah. the crossroads. crossroads. And w- when I read that, I thought of the song like "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." That's one of my favorite songs. Thinking of that's one of my favorite songs. He was looking for a soda of steel. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the little bit of background and history of the devil. He's everywhere. 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 Movies, songs.
1: Your heart. There's a <laughs> movie. Um, I forgot the name of it. It's on Netflix. But um, yeah, it's about his offspring. And apparently about his offspring? he has a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Child It's kind of like, it's one of those, it's kind of like a you movie where like you're rooting for the main character. Um, and at the end you realize like his true purpose But at the same time, like you're still rooting for him. And then you kind of step back and question, like,
2: hmm. Wait a minute. (laughs) Am I okay? (laughs) There was um there was a story that I had read about like this guy, his father and uncle like swore that they had like met the devil. And it basically was like there was a circus that was in town. And um the father was talking to like one of you know like they have like in the circus like illusionists and like things like that well the there was a a guy standing outside and he like they went up to him was like hey why aren't you like inside you know you look like you're part of the show and they were like oh no like i auditioned to be in the circus but um you know, they didn't accept me. And they're like, Oh, why not? And they were like, Oh, well, my set's just way too scary, you know, for everybody else. And so they were intrigued. And the guy's like, you want to go back to my trailer and I can show you like my, my set. And they're like, sure. So they go to the trailer and basically what he does is he has like this, um, this like skull like he pulls out like a skull but it's like a fresh skull so it's like if he just like pulled it out like of of somebody yeah it's like like there's still like stuff you know like all around it and it's like still wiggling around like a little bit so they like get freaked out but um Like they don't know what to do, and they're trying to like leave the trailer, but he won't like let them like leave. And I think like the uncle like does something to her, like distracts him for like a like a second or so, and they're able to like escape like from there. And then the I think it was his son that was telling like the story. He's like that him and his uncle tell that story all the time about how they like escaped the devil and almost like could have died with being with the devil. They said that they they met the devil. Yeah. I was like holy shit That's scary Yeah I was like I didn't want to read anymore That's why I kind of Just like glanced over it I didn't want to go Into <laughs>
1: detail Ashley literally texted She's like guys I'm really trying Okay I was like I'm
2: trying I'm just going to say My history Because it's not scary
0: <laughs> It's but okay That's we, why we yeah. start off With history Leave the spooky to us Yeah Scary Not scary <laughs> should have been Not scary You're, scary <laughs> You're the not I'm the yeah. not
1: You're not yeah, Aww. but you do like it well you're the one that picked the possession topic the last time
2: i know that was a good that was good that but was, that's we're like, proud of you that's like i get a wild hair up my ass and i don't know why and then once i start doing it i'm like fuck why did i do like the tiktok one i was <laughs> like guys i was like what the hell you wanted it
0: <laughs> and actually a lot of people liked it so yeah yeah you haven't yeah. to really hear it and that's it <laughs> <laughs> and that's it Who's next? Me? I'm next. You're next. 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 Hello, my demon children. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Demon <laughs> so. children. Come little hood rats. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not what it says. <laughs> so, wait, my phone's vibrating. <laughs> and it's in my hands.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. So that way uh, Tim won't yell at us anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry. He's very abusive. drew don't leave us (laughs) just kidding have you guys ever thought about making a deal with the devil no no never crossed your mind
2: no oh okay
0: Okay. no i mean no (laughs) (laughs) what no (laughs) Uh, okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) okay so today i'm just gonna be talking about making deals with the devil how fun right so I found this story on liveabout.com. And this is a true story, Ashley. Oy. I love you. <laughs> so basically this guy was out at a bar drinking with his friends. They were all just there having like a good time. And then suddenly this like man um, comes and he joins them. Like, you know, like, you know, when you're at a bar, people just walk up to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he joins them. But um they got this feeling that he was like not there to be like friendly like they just got this unsettling feeling from this man and um he starts like wiggling his way into their conversations and laughing and like you know like trying to talk to them or whatever and um like going along with their conversations like if they've known each other for a while so like out of nowhere um they said that they felt the the mood change I guess and then the guy starts asking weird questions and one of the questions he asked this guy he's like hey um if I could give you anything what would it be so the guy he's like they're all drunk so he's like nah man like um money and a really hot wife or whatever right and then the guy's like I can do that for you he was like I can do that for you and um he's like but in exchange I want your soul so people are like, nah, like, shut up, dude. Like, you know, like, yeah, because you're drinking or having a good time. And he's like, no, like um, he was like, ask me something. Ask me something that only you might know. He's like, all right. He was like, so what's my mom's name? And then the guy goes, Kelly. But she doesn't like to spell it with a Y. She likes to spell Kelly with an I. Like so precise. And the guy was uh I gotta go, like, like, bitch out. I gotta go. And then uh, one of the other guys was saying that while well, while he was talking, the the man, the one, the random one that just came up to them, his eyes would like change from like, p- like pitch black. All his eye would turn black, and then it would just go back to normal. Like if it was like in and out, in and out. And so after that, they just like paid their tabs and they left. <laughs> and they were like, "Fuck no, hell no." But, <laughs> mm. yeah like those are cool contacts can do that again (laughs) yeah (laughs) let's try it again um so that one was at a bar Uh, and now that we're all warmed up so (laughs) these are some stories of like the actual stories of like actual people like um this guy his name is I can never say it I asked you earlier Giuseppe Tartini, I think. Yeah. Giuseppe. I don't know how to say his name, but he was a famous composer and a violinist. Um, he was extremely influential in Italy and internationally, but he was also famous because he had a really bad temper. So the story of um, Tartini, um, he was like walking around his castle or I don't know where he was walking around. But anyway, he heard someone playing the violin and he was like, oh, shit, like this dude is really good. Like whoever was playing the violin was playing way better than him. And it made him, like, depressed. It made him depressed. He would practice the violin for 12 hours straight. He was just stressing, like, I got to be better. I got to be better. So, like, during that whole depression time, um, he had a dream. And then, well, I mean, when he was asleep or whatever. He had a dream. And the devil came to him in his dream. And he offered him um, success in exchange for his soul. And so the devil... (laughs) it it really does remind me of the devil went down to Georgia the devil got like this a violin and started playing this like really crazy song and so when he woke up he remembered the song and he wrote down all the notes and um and then he played the sonata and he was like super famous after that but I don't know if like that counts because he dreamt about it but also like I'm sure it counts
1: I think so.
2: I think it counts. Right. Especially if he like remembered that song and then played it. Like, that's his like. Because,
1: like, a lot of people can have dreams that are like manifested. You can manifest
2: your dreams to be true.
0: So, I mean, I think so.
2: Mm hmm.
0: For him to remember the song
2: the, too, yeah. is, I don't
1: even remember and my and, dreams And then that happened to be the song that the devil played That ends up making him famous Like yeah. in history?
2: Yeah. So like him playing it is like him signing his soul Like yep. away and getting all that success so R.I.P But you're not R.I.P
0: So I don't know what the other R.I.P. is. He's giving the devil a lap dance right now. <laughs> no. no <not>. You there? <laughs> With his violin. No. <laughs> He's all the devil went down to Georgia. Oh, no. That was a fiddle. Is that, a f- that the same a fiddle. Uh, Is the violin fiddle. a fiddle? No, right? No. No. Okay. I think it's oh, in it's the not. same family, though. Maybe. <laughs> they're related. Um, they're they're, related. Like, they're cousins. Oh, okay. Cousins. All right. They're second cousins. Um, <laughs> so the next person we all know. I mean, I'm sure we know who this is. Um, Dauphine Lalori. I have no yes. idea who that is.
2: <gasps>
0: oh my God. I'm so shocked. Everybody go. <gasps> <gasps> Where's the little button? Boo. <laughs> press the little button. I have no so, idea. So um, she was a New Orleans. I don't know if y'all say New Orleans or New Orleans. She's a New Orleans Creole socialite. Um, you've seen you've seen American Horror Story, girl? Well, not all ones? of them. Oh, okay, like. okay. We got to show you that one where she comes up in. So basically, she was this... Um, this lady and she had a whole bunch of slaves and she would like do shit to them
2: like oh would, is that the one kathy bates played her yes yes oh, okay yes i you see know that. who okay. she is the coven I'm just kidding trying to remember take back season. your <gasps> yeah the, best season. the best season that was the good <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> i know, so, I
0: know. <laughs> it was described she was a socialite and serial killer of the human slaves that she would employ so while she had likely tortured and killed People for years uh it was a fire in 1834 that led to the discovery of bound and mutilated slaves in her home um as we all know laurie was able to escape to france but she left enough she left behind enough evidence for people to say um that she would practice voodoo and black magic as well as a pact with the devil she must have signed to a cure how do you say a crew a crew? to accrue so much fame and wealth so damn now that I think about it how was she even famous like I like don't for what I understand. Like, understand it's just because she was like a yeah like she had all this money so maybe people maybe. are saying that that's why she made a deal I think with the that, devil because it she was like so a big
1: money. it was like a big like social controversy when they like found all the evidence of what she did because she so, was so known
0: and everyone like loved her yeah but they mm. didn't know what happened behind closed It would have been
1: like um I can't think of like uh, I don't know like Chris Jenner
0: Oh Everybody my God! Oh. Christianer, Chris and Jenner then so like much. she
1: runs away, or and they find all of this like evidence that she was like torturing people in her basement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that. like well, and then she would like obviously go down in history. Her house would become like this monument that people would go and like do like tours. with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's that's the only way I
0: could explain it. <laughs> but think about it, Christianish. We're still talking about her to this day. True. Yeah. So I mean. I guess you she's all she's in hell but you know that's what? right that's right that's, that's right bitches, scary, not that was podcast. me <laughs> <laughs> but no I have heard stories that Chris Jenner is a witch or something like that or like really lady. yes what have to, I have to I have to out talk about it another ooh. episode or something mm. I'm a, so fun And then Bob Dylan. Do you know who Bob Dylan is? Yes. Okay. So during a interview in 2004, I don't know if you ever heard about this. um, The interview was asking him, like, all these questions. And he was just like, "Uh, why are you still out there? The interviewer said. And then Bob was like, it goes back to the destiny thing. I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago. That's what he said. And then um, he's and I'm holding up my end. So then the interviewer was like, what was your bargain And then Bob said, to get to where I am now, he's like, "Um, well, then who did you make the deal with? That's what the interviewer guy said. And then Bob was like, you know, with the chief and commander. And then um, he was just like, of this world, like the president, he's like, of this world, the underworld, another world, like. What the fuck? And I love him <laughs> so much for saying this. Like it keeps you wondering, you know, like yeah like the guy was probably like, damn, is he fucking with me? Or like did this Ooh, really yeah, make a deal struts? with the devil? <laughs> really? Yeah. Am I high or <laughs> yeah. Let me bust out my phone for this one. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on, boo boo kitties. So how to sell your soul? Adios. Step by step guide step-by-step <laughs> step guy a step-by-step step guy you're not, not liable, liable. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna synapse these are not like scary like i was reading that i'm
1: like what guys we're not liable we're not we're not encouraging you to do this <laughs>
0: yes we're not scary not
1: scary podcast mandy ashley and goddell are not liable for you to sell your soul to the devil <laughs> do not tell the devil that we told you to sell your soul because this yeah, is false
0: because it's he knows we wouldn't do that
1: Yeah. (laughs) He knows something. But if you
0: decide to do this, email us and let us know what happens. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, just let us know. (laughs) Okay. And these are funny like I thought this was funny. So it says (laughs) step one, knowing your buyer. Despite common misconception, Lucifer, Satan, and the devil are not the same entity. Um, so make sure that when you're selling it, your soul or whatever, make sure it's the Christian the Christianity devil, not any other Devil. So that's just like step one. Step two, interest rates. <laughs> it says <laughs> up like to insurance. Yeah. You, you know, selling your soul is as easy as one, two, three. Um, it says, up until 1587, the devil has been known for charging upwards to 25% APR on souls. <laughs> <laughs> it says thankfully, the selling rate remains at a steady, at a steady seven percent. So it says, note. The devil has lawyers, right? It says the devil's lawyers are knowledgeable bunch who have over 5,000 years of law experience. So if you don't have 5,000 years of law experience, you know, you're fucked, I guess. You can't uh, work for the devil. Yeah. You could be
1: signing off for one thing, <laughs> but
0: really getting another. And that's really honestly like what happens when people make deals with him. Uh huh. True. And then it just says like step three, making the transaction. If you hear a voice in your head telling you not to sell your soul for whatever you want... Please don't listen to it. It's God telling you to preserve your salvation. (sighs) That's step
1: three. Oh my God. God, will that gave me chills.
0: (laughs) What the (laughs) hell? Step four, recovering the payoff. Standard delivery time of receiving your earthly desire is instantaneous. Immediate results, guys. (laughs) guys, (laughs) Results, guys. <laughs> you want bigger boobs bam bam there you and go then it says, fortunately the devil gives you a choice of payment between your sense of self-worth empathy sympathy morals and remaining feelings you have about possible redemption and wait step five payment as mentioned before payment is an instantaneous as long as you're willing to hand over your eternal being for a lifetime of damnation and, and I, um, that is it. I don't, there was too much to read. I just read the first couple sentences of each set. Synopsis. 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 So, we all say a prayer after this. Drink some holy water. Drink some holy water. Sleep at the crucifix. <laughs> yeah. Please
1: um and especially yeah. after i get into all of my stories yay, <laughs>
2: yay.
1: yay. you guys will understand why what gato said about listening to the voice in your head gave me chills because i'm pretty sure i'm probably gonna make ashley cry when they tell my story <sighs> uh, are you ready Sorry, ashley <sighs> yes but yes. before we get into that we are going to talk about the places the devil had visited Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be talking about two. He likes to travel. He's tra- a tra- traveler.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so this was in Ireland. Um, and this is actually a mansion that he visited in the 18th century. That's fun fact. You can buy for $2.87 Oh, million. Let's buy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm down. We
0: can split it. We can split it, guys. And
1: move into the house that the devil visited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm down. So, the legend goes on a story night in the 18th century, a stranger came knocking on the door of Ireland's L- Loftus Hall since the property's private shoreline was common stopping point for sailors navigating through turbulent weather. Its residents, which is the Tatum family, I can't say that Tatum 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 the Tutum family. Um, So they didn't find it unusual that they had somebody randomly knocking on their door in the middle of the night. So the man ended up up staying for several days, uh, befriending the family and taking particular shine on one of the owner's daughters. Her name was Anne. One day, the Tutums gathered to play a game of cards with their guests. And they're about to start a round when Anne realized she dropped either it was her ring or like a card on the floor. And when she leaned down to pick it up, She saw that the stranger had cloven hooves, which was a sure sign of a satanic spirit. Mm. So you can only imagine Anne screamed bloody murder at the sight. And then the man escaped through the ceiling. What the heck? He crawled (laughs) up through the ceiling and ran away. When he crawled up through the ceiling, there was a clap of thunder that sounded and a cloud of smoke that appeared, leaving the family surrounded by a smell of burning sulfur. Mm. Anne never recovered from the shock. Even after her death, her restless, her restless spirit started wandering the halls of the mansion. Oh. So, Mm-mm. now there's reports Michael Debsik- so, Michael Destick, I think, is, like, one of the current owners. Like, he's, like, renovating. And he's the owner, I think, that's selling the, the mansion. So, he said um, there was, like, serious structural renovations that happened in the home. And when they were renovating the home, they actually found a body.
0: <gasps> what like? was that? <laughs> 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 Welcome to Scary Not Scary (laughs) podcast, guys. Whoops, that scared me. (laughs) Uh, I was
1: like, should should just turn on my iPad. Started turning, like talking. Sorry. (laughs) So, um, basically, in Anne's room, where her room supposedly reside, they found bones of an infant in her room. (gasps) So, there's theories that she ended up sleeping with the devil. And then she was so shocked. Her parents like hit her away and then she got pregnant and then she had the baby and then either the baby was a stillborn or they killed the baby and buried the baby in the room, like in the halls. So then they are saying that also could be a reason why her, Spirit is so restless, like roaming the halls through the home mansion because she's either freaking out because she saw the devil, or she's freaking out that she slept with the devil and had its baby, or just all of it together, plus her parents either killing the baby or that she gave birth to a stillborn. So there's so all much these different trauma. Oh my
0: god! So this poor
1: girl, like, went through a lot of trauma. Yeah, so yeah, so basically, like, this owner said, um, that there's um shadows that roam through the halls um that they see Anne's spirit roaming through the halls you hear her crying or you hear her like restless scream um some say that you can see a dark shadowy figure crawl up the walls so it's supposed to be like an imprint of the devil like in that mansion um and so this guy who's currently selling the mansion basically said yeah whoever wants to buy this house for 2.87 million dollars let me know and i'll help you renovate the mansion Uh, holy shit I'll
2: give you two dollars two dollars what can I get for (laughs) four (laughs) dollars and fifty cents and fifty cents (laughs) I just that Patrick meme I have (laughs) three (laughs) dollars
1: I love Patrick so I actually found this one on a website uh, for NOLA New Orleans ooh New Orleans Um, so this is a story about the devil being married and moving to New Orleans hmm hmm and he ate his wife. What? Uh, what? And like ate her, her Sancho. I did her. not see that coming.
2: Wait, they come on, like her ate soncho. her? <laughs> what is
1: it? A, a Palmore? Paramore? Palmore? It's like another word for like, not mistress, but like the guy
0: version. I don't know how to say it. Oh, what is a guy mistress? Mr. Ro- it's whatever this is. Mr.
1: Rose. Paramore? I don't know. Paramour. <laughs>
0: Paramore.
1: <laughs> when well, I read it, I was like, "What's a paramore?" And I looked it up, and it's supposed to be like a like a a, a oh, lover. We're Mexican, um, so oh, basically, lover. okay. Sancho. So he lover. ate his wife and her lover. That's what we're gonna call him.
0: Oh, okay, lover.
1: So the legend goes. <laughs> That the devil just decided sometime in the 1820s to live in New Orleans, probably because he was used to its infrastructures and the gloomy weather. Around 1840, he took Madeleine Franue as his wife and built a mansion for her on 1319 St. Charles Avenue. While some say the mansion appeared overnight, others said that it was built just in seven days. The house itself was oddly structured. And basically, they said that uh, each room, so with each room on a different floor connected by, I don't know how to say this. It's by like this weird stairway. I guess that kind of goes zigzag. I don't know if it's a zigzag stairway or like the spiral. Spiral. I don't think it's a spiral. Um, But basically, they said that um, the devil... Didn't use the front door, but passed into the house, to the the high uh, front gable, and that he would be seen peering down the street, horns and all, at all of the residents that lived on Charles Avenue. Dang. Dang. So, the affair that was doomed to hell. (laughs) (laughs) So, the devil's pale, dark-haired mistress loved the new house, which was... Reportedly staffed by Little Red Demons. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Uh, little Red Demons cooks, housekeepers, and servants. Like an internal, damned downtown abbey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's cute. The demons dressed her in lavish, fancy clothes. And adorned her with priceless bulbs. Bublays. Bublays. I can't say it. Boo-blays. All was swell. And... What happened was she got very bored because the devil often went out of town to go look for a soul to steal down in Georgia. That's what it says here. (laughs) The
0: devil went down to Georgia. So because
1: she was bored, she started having an affair with this guy named Al-Qaeda. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because I'm going to butcher it but his name was Akide so the two carried on for some time one can imagine that the demon servants were all placing bets to see how this was all going to end i mean come on really you're going to cheat on the devil it's, uh, like yeah. that's that's <laughs> scary dude like really so as always it did turn out badly mm, one evening madeline's lover was approached in the street by a fairy-eyed sharp-toothed stranger who asked if he knew madeline And uh, al Qaeda confessed, yes, we're lovers. Oh, Uh, pendejo. Really? (laughs) So the stranger, spoiler alert, if you don't know, the stranger was the devil, offered him somewhere between 1,000 and 1 million pounds of gold to leave the town on the condition that he would take her with him. (laughs) great. Right. <laughs> so yeah, the guy's yeah. like, "Hell yeah. Yeah, give me that fucking gold. I'll take Yeah. Huh? <laughs> sure I'll, I'll do it. it. Yeah." <laughs> so, um so this guy, Kyle, which is Madeline's lover, um She, you know, he told her, like, hey, this guy offered me, like, all of this gold, like, you know, all this stuff. So in her head, she's like, oh, shit. Like, he knows. Like, he's on to me. So she's like, okay, when are you leaving out of town? Like, let's go. And he goes, no, on second thought, I'm going to leave out of town. Just So Madeline was... Piss. She's like, You asshole, how freaking dare you leave me? And mind you, the condition of like this deal that he made with the devil was that he was going to take Madeline with him. Yeah. Well, that wasn't that. It turns out, no, that he was going to take off with the gold on his own because, come on, who's going to want a lover after that he can have whatever he wants like I can have any woman I want now so she was so enraged by this that she got the napkin and strangled him to death and she snapped his neck so hard that one of his blood vessels like popped and like there's blood all over the place so the devil took it upon himself to return home at this moment and she was at this point trying to like clean up all the blood And he was like, dumb bitch. So (laughs) he picked up his body. He carried her up to his foyer and basically ate them because he was so tired of her. Oh, shit. (laughs) And what he did at that point, he got their skin and just threw it in the alleyway by the mansion and left. Nobody ever saw him again after that.
2: What Uh-oh. the fuck?
1: Yes. Wait, so he like <laughs> ate the insides? Everything. And just ate, threw, away mm, all the the yeah, and threw away the wrapper. Yeah, <laughs> the wrapper. He threw away the wrapper for other animals and critters to eat. Oh my God. Texas Chain would have loved him. Yep. <laughs> so, having swallowed his bride, the devil left town, abandoning the mansion. And leaving all the elements, the new owner finally took on the renovations, new people moved in, and that's when the hauntings began. So residents reported that at sunset, a giant table would appear in the middle of the dining room, and the bloody murder of al would be reenacted by both spirits. What? Mm-hmm. Holy um, shit. There's even um, reports that ghosts were being seen going up and down the stairs, unseen hands, jiggling doorknobs and door handles, the smell of smoke waved through the house. And the, uh, even when the fireplaces were cold, they would see like smoke going through the house as if the fireplace was on or like the smell of smoke burning when there was no smoke coming from the fireplace. Oh, wow. Like there wasn't even ash in the fireplace, basically. So every night the horrible scene was played out. Like, imagine every night. And if I was a
0: ghost, I'd be so tired. Yeah. Right? Like, and again. At,
1: I know. And at one point, um, they said they would see, like, this table in the middle of the dining room. And it would just, like, start floating up in the air from, I guess, like, all the poltergeist that's there. Holy mm-hmm. crap. So for many years the mansion was uh was again forsaken and left vacant and also on the building it said that um, there's a structure on there almost like a gargoyle but it's supposed to be like the devil holding like a head I don't know if this is an actual photo it was just on this article um, from verylocal.com at Fernola um, but here's the photo that it showed of like the devil
0: looking gargoyle because of the, oh, oh, sorry. the box I'm back. check sorry uh, tell them. <laughs> oh wow, that's scary.
1: So, rumors have it that it was built with the mansion. Others say that it appeared after the devil left town. So what the hell, we'll never know. Basically. Hmm. So the Charles family moved in. So for many years, the mansion was, as I said, forsaken. All of this stuff was happening. So when Charles and his new bride, Lar, moved in to the mansion, they too experienced like the dining room table, the gruesome arguments, the outwardly, um, the otherworldly screams, bloody figures, Madeline wiping her hands on the lines of like the curtains, um, But they weren't driven away. They were persistent. They were like, "No, this is my home. We're staying." So like, they they like put their foot down and they're like, "No." So for the next two decades, Charles documented all the nightly events and continued to do so even after Laurie died in childbirth on Independence Day of 1884 at the age of 34. Around 1909, he left the Devil's Mansion, and uh, in the in the years to pass. Nobody, like, reported, like, even, like, the devil, like, appearing or anything after that. Um, And somebody, but somebody did say that they, um, so somebody, though this is when somebody said that they um, finally noticed the devil hanging, the little gargoyle thing Mm -hmm. hanging on the wall. Somebody finally noticed it. But like I said, nobody knows if it happened when the mansion was built or after he left town. Um, and so finally, the Devil's Mansion was torn down the summer of 1930. Today, it's a hotel that stands at 1319 St. Charles Avenue. Whatever curse that afflicted on the Devil's Mansion um, appears to have disappeared. There hasn't been any reports of hauntings uh, from the hotel staff or the customers that um, get rooms in that hotel. Wow. So some say that the curse died with the, the building, house. yeah. And then when they rebuild, it was almost like it was a fresh new aura that came with the hotel. Well, that's
2: good. Fresh. Interesting, right? Imagine, like, if they built the hotel and then in the lobby every single night, like a murder scene. The theme. table <laughs> move. The devil is probably like, I'm never getting married again. Like,
0: <laughs> he's all fucked that made, shit. I would have made it into a, what do you call it, like a play. Come see our famous
2: play. <laughs> like a, one of those, like, uh, reenactments. Yeah. like.
1: Come see our famous play. Well, that's cool for the Charles family. They're like, hell no, it's my house. You need to leave. No. Your family? So, next what I'm going to talk about, and don't laugh because it has a funny name. (laughs) The Codex Gigas, Hmm. also known in Latin called the Giant Book. The Giant Book. in July 1648, during the final clashes of the Thirty Years' War, the Swedish army looted the city of Prague, among the treasures they stole and brought with them, what they returned home was a book called Codex Gigas. Not only is the Codex Gigas famous for being the largest medieval book in the world, but because of its contents. It is also known as the Devil's Bible. Mm. So according to one version of a legend that was already recorded in the medieval ages the scribe was a monk who broke his month to who broke his vows and he was sentenced to be walled up alive so in order to avoid this harsh penalty he promised to create in one night a book to glorify the the monsternary forever including all human knowledge right so they were like okay here's the pen here's some paper go ahead and make us this marvelous book you're talking about So near midnight, he had become sure that he could not complete this task alone. So he made a special prayer, not addressed to God, but to the fallen angel Lucifer, asking him to help him finish the book in exchange for his soul. The devil completed the manuscript and the monk uh, added the devil's picture out of gratitude for his aid. So in tests Recreate the Work, it is estimated that they're reproducing, was it the calligraphy, calligraphy. on there? Um, without the illustrations are embellishments that would have taken 20 years of nonstop writing. Holy crap. So this book should have taken like 20 years of nonstop writing. And it was like persistent, like...
2: Wow. The
1: the writing was persistent. Like there was like no stops in it. You know, like even like when I write for a long time and I stop and I go back, like, you know how your handwriting changes? Non-stop handwriting. So on May 7th, 1697, a fire broke out in the library. Um, So this is actually the library that the Swedish army um, had uh, where they kept the book after they found it. Um, so on May 7th, 19, uh, in 1697, a fire broke out in the library and many books were destroyed, but the Codex was the one book that was chosen to be saved. So several librarians got the book and tossed it out the window to save it. An eyewitness reported and wrote that when the Codex flew out the window, it actually hit them and injured them oh, dear. when they were running, running away to try to get out of the fire. But something else occurred, either immediately right before or after the fire. Twelve pages of the Codex went missing, and it was torn out by someone. And these pages have never been recovered, and no one knows what happened to them, or for sure what was in them. But a lot of people speculated that it contained instructions for the devil's prayer, and supposedly the devil's prayer can be used to end the world.
2: Oh, bitch
1: damn. so what now the codex uh, resides in the national library of sweden on display for anyone to see but its curse still looms over it. In 1858, a librarian was accidentally locked in the room with it overnight. The next morning, he was found under a table. Having lost his mind, many doctors tried to help him, but in the end, he had to be institutionalized. He claimed that during the night, many books shot across the room, eventually floating and swirling around the codex until finally the codex itself was levitating in the center of the
2: room and taunting him all night. Poor dude. Can oh, my imagine? God. <laughs> I would have jumped out the window if there was a window.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you all ever want to go to um, the National Library of Sweden, the codex is there for you to look at. They have it in a glass case. You can't touch it, but you can observe it. Uh, the choice is yours, but I'm not liable. <laughs> I'm good. But I thought it was interesting. Go.
0: That's crazy.
1: And I had no idea that this existed. Wow. Neither did I. Yeah. So, I'm going to get into some like encounters. Um, one of them's from like a family friend, one's from my mom, and the other one is my story. Are you ready? <laughs> Ashley. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I already know. Ah. It's about to get spicy in here.
0: Why is it spicy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, my dad's friend, who for privacy reasons, well, I wouldn't, not, they're not friends like really anymore at all actually i've never met this man um but just from stories that my parents have told me about him we'll call him the guy so we're gonna call him the guy um so basically he was a party guy he drank all the time he like obviously like did drugs he was a player all this stuff and then there was one night he claimed to have saw the devil and like he like quickly like cleaned up his act and like he wouldn't talk about it he wouldn't say like what the encounter was he wouldn't say what happened all he said was that he saw the devil and that he was gonna basically quit his shit he stopped drinking he stopped partying like he completely cut everybody off my mom did say that the last time that she saw him he was downtown passing out flyers about the lord's prayer oh shit and if i'm not mistaken there is my parents went to like um I think it was a fiesta or something downtown and they happened to bump into him at the bar and he was still like yeah he was drinking but like he looked cleaned up and he was like kind of like preaching a little bit about church and God. Yeah. He was just a completely different person. Wow. Um so this next one's about my mom. Um so my mom dreamt about the devil. Um so just a little background around this time in middle school I was like in a really bad relationship I was making really bad choices and doing things I shouldn't have been doing not drugs because my parents claimed that I was doing drugs I was not on drugs I never did drugs in middle school let's just clarify that <laughs> just Not drugs. in middle school or oh, <laughs> high school or now <laughs> <laughs> um no but really like my parents thought I was like on drugs because how like crazy I was about this relationship that I was in and it was a really bad relationship I shouldn't have been in and this was also around the time that my clairvoyance like I really embraced it like it hit me real hard um, after my great-grandpa died I don't know what it was but it just I think with a mixture of like adolescence and then like going through Losing my great grandpa besides my aunt, but being like old enough to understand what happened was like the first family member that I had lost where it really hit hard. Um, So I think just like everything just like hit me all at once. And I was really making bad choices. I was seeing bad, evil things. Stuff was whispering in my ears and like it was it was bad. So basically, my mom had a dream that the devil was standing and leaning against her doorway and he was laughing at her. And she said that she sat, she sat up and she was like, just staring at him. And she was like, she told me, she's like, Miranda, like, I was not scared. She's like, if anything, I was mad because I was like, what the hell are you doing in my house? So he told her when he was standing in the doorway, she's mine and there's nothing you can do. Oh, fuck And she told him, she told him, you're wrong. I will fight for my daughter. I have God standing by me. And with his light, I will fight for her. I am not going to give up. Now, now in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out. And that's when she woke up. So then she ended up going to my room and she started like going through my stuff. And she had found out that I was still talking to this boyfriend that I shouldn't have had. And like, basically all this other stuff came out. And long story short, obviously I'm out of that relationship. But like my mom like would have dreams like that. Like whenever I was doing bad stuff, she would have dreams like that. But that was the one dream where she was just like, yeah, I knew like something bad was going on when I had that dream. Holy crap. Yeah. So this Mothers next know one, people. They do. They do. They really do. So this next one is kind of hard for me to talk about. Um, I took out earlier only because I was like in the days when I was typing it out. But I don't tell this story to people often. I want to say the only two people that I've ever told is... My mom, obviously. And then at the time, um, Stan, which is Tim's best friend, mm-hmm. um, which was our roommate at the time because he was connected to what had happened. So when I was living on uh, Calebra, those apartments, the three found apartments, have you ever been there? Where you live by yourself? No, it was with Tim, Stan, and I think Lacey was living with us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was when I was living there. I was working at the mall and I was getting ready to leave to work. I don't even need to like look at this. I already know like the story's (laughs) going to go. Okay. So I needed to put gas in my car. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go put gas in my car. Stan had just got home from work. He was working overnight. So I kind of knocked on the door, told him I was leaving, whatever. So I left. And then I went to the Valero. Mind you, especially if you're a San Antonio native, like on Calebra Road, it's busy. Yeah. And the Valero was on the corner of Calebra. And it's freaking busy. There's cars passing through like all the time. It's loud. It's probably like about 5 p.m., 4 p.m. So it was like five o'clock traffic. So, you know, it's really bad, especially in Calebra. So I went to go put my gas and I put the pump in my car and then this man comes up and he's like, Hey, how are you? And I turned around and I was like, Oh God. And I remember him being handsome. Not like, Ooh, daddy handsome, but like (laughs) he was handsome. And like, he was just trying to like make small talk with me and I was kind of like, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. And I'm like pumping my gas in my head. Oh my God. Like when is it going to go away? And then that's when I had realized the world had went silent. I wasn't hearing cars. I wasn't hearing like the door from like the Valero opening and shutting. I didn't even hear like the gas pumping in my car. Like, you know, like the ticking sound. I didn't hear like the birds. And then suddenly it got like, the world got like real dim. Like the sun went away. And it was almost like, The only two people that the world was evolving around was me and him. And the only thing I could hear was my own breathing. It was weird. I don't even know how to explain it, but that's the only way I could explain it. So then he's like talking still. Right. And then I get like this pressure in my chest and then I get like, um, like chills, like, um, chills just like behind my neck, like my hair stand up and, He pulls out his hand and he says, well, nice to meet you, Miranda. And I'm looking at his hand and I'm looking at him and I'm staring at him in his eyes. And I felt myself like wanting to like shake his hand. But everything in me was telling me, don't do it. Don't shake his hand. And then suddenly I heard the 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 ding from the pump stop, you know, like when the pump stops, it Mm -hmm. clicks. Yeah. And it kind of like snapped me out of it. And I got the pump and I put it back. But when I turned around, he was gone. So I was like, that was weird. But I couldn't explain like what just happened. So I got him across like, what the fuck just happened, right? So I'm like confused. I'm like in a daze. I'm like trying to remember everything. And I'm driving off and I get to the light. And then like, I kid you not, not even like a couple of minutes later, I get a phone call. And I, right before I can say hello, it's Stan. And he's like, what happened? Are you OK? Are, 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 you, are you fine? So a little backstory about Stan. Stan is also clairvoyant. So when he first moved in with us, him and I like hit off real quick, real good. And like when it comes to that stuff, we would talk about it with each other because we mm-hmm. understood what we were going through. So he called me. and He was like, are you OK? Like, what happened? I just feel like something bad what's gonna happen or either happen to you and I was like no fine I'm driving to work I was like but you know what yeah something weird did happen so I'm telling him and he got real quiet he's like Mandy he's like I heard ruckus in your room he's like and your bible was flown across the room with your with your um, rosary shut the fuck up so then I'm like no what? so then I'm like what so then I get to work and I'm sitting in my car and I'm like what the fuck just happened I couldn't explain it right and then I'm at work and I'm like having an off day. Like it was just weird. Like I just felt like in a day still, I felt like I was floating. Like, I don't know how to explain it. And then, um, I, that's when I realized, holy shit, I think Stan is right. Because I never told this man, my name.
2: And he knew your name.
1: He knew my, my, my name, like not my nickname. He knew Miranda. And I was like, I think I just saw the devil, but I, I don't remember his face. I just knew he was handsome. I don't remember what he was wearing. Like, if you asked me what he was wearing, what he looked like, I wouldn't, even, I can't even tell you. It, it's like a, almost like a dream. And even till now, like when I'm talking about it, I feel like I'm bullshitting because it literally feels like a dream. And the only two people that confirm it is Stan and my mom. So recently, cause I knew we we're going to do this topic. I told my mom, Hey, do you remember that story that I told you about what happened to me um, at Valero? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was like okay so it happened right She's like yeah and I don't want to talk about it I was like no I just want to make sure I'm not crazy <laughs> Yeah But like even now when I'm talking about it I feel like I'm talking to you about my dream Yeah, it didn't feel real Yeah, It's just weird I don't know I don't know who or what it was I just know whatever it was Everything in me was telling me not to shake his hand And so when you had said Listen to all the voices your in your head Listen to your head oh. That's why I said oh my god they gave me chills Holy crap. This is so my holy water. Now. And everybody who's listening to the podcast knows about this story.
0: <laughs> but you know what? Good thing you didn't shake his hand. Yeah. But for him to also be like, nice to meet you, Miranda. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> what? Because even
2: when what? I meet people, I never use my Yeah, name. she's like, Hi say Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. Because everybody calls me Mandy. Or sometimes, like, if I don't know them, I just like, oh, hi
1: but literally like you know like when you have like a homeless guy like asking you for money you're just kind of like oh. yeah that's how i was and then when he sh- like put out his hand i was kind of
2: like oh, okay this is weird now it would have been like uh dude covid no
1: yeah where's your mask like, you're not wearing a mask uh, six feet thanks <laughs> so for a while like i was just kind of like and i had to i mean i think at the time i did tell tim but he just like Oh, he don't want to hear it. He's scared. <laughs> he brushed it off. Probably him listening to the podcast right now. He's probably like, you never told me, but I did. He just brushed it off. Yeah. But I guarantee you, if I were to call and remind Stan, he'd be like, oh, hell. Like He's like, why are you bringing that yeah. shit up? He's I like, no. Shit. <laughs> so Stan's wife listens to our podcast. So Kat, if you ask him, he's probably gonna be like, oh, fuck that. Um, but yeah, like n- that happened. Dude. Mm-hmm. Like... And I can't explain nope. it. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I'm not saying it was him, but I, I, I mean. If it felt like him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't have yeah. any other explanation. You know what I mean? Like who could, yeah. it, who could it have been? And everything in me was telling me like, don't, don't shake his hand. And then just the fact that I was like looking at him in his eyes and I felt like frozen. And the only thing that snapped me out was. The
0: another noise or another something. noise
1: like the click from the gas it's just weird
2: I don't know that is weird
0: I don't like it nope no, I don't nope. like
2: it nope <laughs> mm-mm Nope. nope. Like she's not gonna wanna put I'm not gas gonna on Culebra at five <laughs> PM. I'm not gonna wanna stop and guess ever now. <laughs> she's like, I'm
1: not going over to your house
2: after this yeah. shit. Like Well oh, nope. you have
0: to drop a lot.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna drop be like open the doors, y'all jump out. Jump out and Shop I'm leaving. Took and roll, took and roll.
1: <laughs> it's so weird. And then like even like my mom, like when I ask her about her dream, because she doesn't like to talk about that either. And my mom always says, I'm with Ashley. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yep. But mm-hmm. um, like she, even her, like she, like you would,
0: she wouldn't be able to describe like what she saw. She just knew it was him. But there are In all her these dream. stories where they're like, I do not know, like, you don't know what he looks like, but you know, it's him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just... you You just just know know. because it's a different and
1: I think I'm trying to convince myself that it wasn't because when I think about it it freaks me out yeah but I think a lot of it goes back to when I was growing up all the crap I was doing and like all of I think just the road I was going down and honestly if it weren't for my mom fighting for me I think I would have been a completely different person today I'm not gonna get emotional but my mom did fight for me. And like yeah. I think that's why me and my mom are like so close. I'm not saying that my dad and my grandparents gave up on me. I think they were just kind of like, let her, let her learn. She'll learn her lesson. But my mom was like, no, I am, I'm I'm going to fight for my daughter.
2: Yeah. So
1: it's true. My mom, um, my mom's strong. Thanks, I think Michelle. that's where I get all my strength from. Yeah. Well, well, thanks,
0: so Michelle. I love you, mom. I love you, Michelle. Mom. <laughs> 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 we love you. Yeah, so those are my stories, guys. Okay? <laughs> and are you okay? <sighs> Ashley's eyes were big. I'm I think I like, almost <sighs> cried
2: there for a little bit. Your eyes got real watery. Yeah, they did. I was they got a little watery. So, I think not because I was, like, scared, but because I was, like, whew. Like, that's... It's intense. Yeah, yeah. like, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like, a lot. It's an, and I don't tell that story.
1: So, yeah, it's, like, all of you no no. (laughs) now
2: everybody knows and you would
1: think that would be like the first story tell people like when people tell me oh tell me some of your scary experiences like i'll tell them but Mm. like i yeah that's
2: something that i don't like to talk about but because some people like can't handle it or some people can't like no like you know what i mean like some people just like either that or they'll listen to you and then they're just like ah bullshit like whatever like okay weird Yeah, yeah stop lying
1: all the what is it? The skeptic? How do you say it? Skeptics. Skeptics. I always S- want to say septics, septics. <laughs> septic All the tanks. septic tanks out there. <laughs> All the septic tanks. That's another chaos. Don't be a septic tank. Yeah.
2: No, but like how you were saying, like you know, if if like even though you can't just like remember like what it looks like or anything like that, like you can just you know, it's the same thing with like God too. Like you don't specifically know like what He looks like, but you just know. You know, it's like, yeah, like that's what I think, like with every like, um, like anything good that happens, like there's been plenty of time, like plenty of times where I'm like, oh, my God, like we're like out of money. Like, how am I going to do this? Like, oh, my God. And I'm freaking out. And then all of a sudden, like money comes from somewhere or like something happens where it's like, oh, no, I'm able to like do like something works out like, you know, Mm -hmm. for me in some way. And I'm just like, that was Jesus. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's like you never know me that last Sunday. Um. And I'll talk about it to kind of bring some light. (laughs) So last Sunday we didn't record because Sabrina woke up with fever and it was high fever and her fever went from like 100 to 103. And the girls know this. Um, But I my mom was like, well, I'll go pick up Jason so you can take her. And I was like, no, I'll drop Jason off to your house. And Mind you, my parents live in the country, so I will go and drop off Jason. So from... Leaving my house, it took me like probably 15 20 minutes to get to my parents. Sabrina's fever shot up to 104. So then I was like, "Oh my god, okay, I need to get her to the get get her to the hospital. I need to go to the ER." Because I was like, am I going to go to urgent care or the ER? My mom's like, "Go to the ER." So I get to the ER. Um, I'm walking down um, to the to the kids ER, and as I'm walking down the hall, I see a guy pass me and I see him staring, but I'm like, "No, like I don't got time for this. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> I gotta get my baby to the ER. Like she's burning up. I don't know what's wrong with her. So then, um, suddenly I hear Miss Charles, and I turn around, and it's her oncologist. And he's like, hey, what's going on with Sabrina? And I'm like telling him. And then he makes a phone call. He goes, okay, go to the ER. They'll know what to do. I'm like, okay. So then I go and I'm letting them know they already had all the paperwork for her. They took us in VIP. Like he told them exactly how to treat her. And like we were there for hours, right? But because they were trying to get her fever to go down and they were kind of like debating whether or not they were going to admit her. Anyways, but when I told my mom, she was like, what are the odds that. Mm-hmm. Everything went the way it did. She was like, "If you would have been there one second earlier or one second later, you would have missed him, and you would have been sitting in the ER probably now, waiting for them to call you back yeah. because or it was busy. With them
0: scrambling and not knowing what to do with her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. so yeah. she was like, um, has "That was God way working <laughs> out." Yeah, that yeah. was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I was like yeah that's weird but yeah no it's crazy like when you think of things that way like if i if my mom would have gone to pick up jason or if i would because my mom wanted to put sabrina in that in the cold bath and i was mm-hmm. like mom no i just took her in a cold bath like just give me a cold towel to put on her head and then i took off and left
2: but if i would have let her do that i would have never You would have missed him mm-hmm. yeah completely yeah. it was fate meant to be that's meant what i would say to, everything like, like happens for a reason and it's like it's meant to be yeah yeah, I mean, like I said, I didn't want children. Then I was saying that as I was pregnant, didn't know that. And I'm like, oh, I will always laugh at that. Hello, oh, hey, oh, no, I ain't gonna have no kids. And then two weeks, three weeks guys. later, like, guys, I'm pregnant.
0: <laughs> I was like, girl, me, I'm so, never having kids. I'm never having kids. I, I no, still remember that one.
1: I was like, and God's gonna smite you and be like, ha ha, there's the baby. And there she was. <gasps> there and she mm-hmm. was, all in your belly. Oh, and there she is. And, and there, there she is, crying. crying. <laughs> Giving Uncle Drew a hard time. Yep. (laughs) So, okay, I think that's uh, a wrap on our
2: devil episode. Finally. Finally, can we can we do like a like a scary, creepy, happy happy, creepy? next time baby no, it's no. halloween baby
0: ah. it's halloween suck balls it up in <laughs> suck it up buttercup we're going
2: balls deep in this suck okay. it from the butthole i guess yeah. just like you like it i am doing that ah. that balls challenge deep. the movie challenge i know i saw that <laughs> how do you i know i'm like hold i'm on, getting like scared as the so days today go today is
1: october 3rd when we're recording it's autumn, it's autumn vibes autumn vibes i don't know tim wants to watch monster house that's autumn vibes I want to watch Practical Magic. Dude. I love (gasps) Practical Magic. (gasps) That's That's Autumn Vibes. Was either Practical Magic or Halloween Town. Yeah, Yeah. Halloween Town. I was going to do one of those. Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Look at the sign. Hey. We should just go back to my house and watch Watch Halloween Town.
2: I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap.
1: (laughs) Okay, guys. Well, as I said before, if y'all have any stories you'd like to submit, true, fake, ones you Fact made up or fiction <laughs> any topics you want to share? dreams whatever dreams kooks kookas i don't know <laughs> spooky ooky cookie spooky <laughs> ooky cookie movies shows stories you want to tell us about email us at scary not scary podcast at gmail.com okay. visit our website scary not scary Follow us on all of the social media platforms. You can also message us your stories on there. And make sure you rate and view us on iTunes. Make sure you follow us on Podbean. That's where we do live shows. Live show. And make sure you become a Patreon donor. <gasps> Yay. Yes. We have our Patreon. And so also, 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 also remember we are having a pumpkin contest. Mm-hmm. We were going to have first, second, and third prize winners. So you can submit your um, pictures of your pumpkins via email. Um, tag us on Instagram and we will announce our winners. On Halloween. Halloween. October 31st. Halloween. Halloween. And we also want to do a listener episode, meaning we want to read your stories throughout the whole episode, so submit
0: all of your stories. So if you feel like we're not reading your stories, it's because we're saving them for a very special episode. Yes. We have probably about
1: two or three of them that are really good, and like we want to hold them for the listener episode, so send them send them send them please 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 Please, thank you and um as we also said before we Mm want to dedicate this episode to Drew this is our last time recording with Drew we love you we miss you we're super proud of you and I'm sure our listeners are super proud of you and we thank you for your service and we love you so much until next time remember to always
2: stay scary
0: (laughs) (laughs) woo <laughs>